How's it going out there? It's another edition of The Good with Kevin Thomas. I am Kevin Thomas. And uh, today uh, we'll have some uh, music for you. Not from me, though. I, 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 did, my, uh, I did my thing yesterday. Uh, but uh, it's great to be here once again uh, with all of you. And uh, I hope that uh, you're having a great day today. Uh, now, if you feel like saying hello or you feel like telling me off or whatever you feel like telling me, it's real simple. All you have to do is dial the number, 845-429-1700. That's 845-429-1700. And um, I do want to begin uh, with, uh, with an anniversary of sorts. Uh, not a very happy anniversary at all, uh, but uh, being a Yankee fan, uh, this most certainly is a, a day to remember. Now, I was not even uh, one year old when it happened. Uh, I would later on uh, become a Yankee fan and, and learn about him. But it was on this date, August 2nd, 1979, that this happened. New York Yankees catcher Thurman Munson was killed today in the crash of a small airplane at the Akron-Canton Airport in Ohio. Reports were two other people were in the small plane with him. The plane belonged to Munson. He had bought it recently and was learning to fly. The air controller said it had been making practice takeoffs and landings when it crashed about a thousand feet from the runway. Thurman Munson, dead at the age of 32. You know, it, it's a it's an understatement to say uh, what type of player Thurman Munson was. I, I've watched uh, old games of him playing, and uh, he was tough as nails. And, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're talking uh, Rookie of the Year. We're talking uh, uh, World Series champion. You know, uh, he, he, the reason why he uh, got his pilot's license was because uh, he missed his family back in Canton, Ohio, uh, he missed them so much that, that he, even on a Yankees homestand, uh, wanted to be able to fly back because it was only an hour flight between New York and Canton, Ohio. Uh, so he wanted to be able to fly home to see his family. Uh, you know, it, it's just, uh, you know, it's part of life. Death is part of life, you know, and, uh, uh, it just, uh, shame that it came so early for Thurman. Uh, will always be uh, a Yankee captain. Uh, but uh, when you hear his family talk about the man he was, uh, without a doubt, uh, he was first class off the field as well. Uh, so I just wanted to take a moment and acknowledge that. Uh, usually we talk about music history at this point in time, but uh, Thurman was special, really special. So... 
for all the Yankee fans that were old enough to have seen him play live, uh, I wanted to uh, be able to acknowledge that. So we will continue now with uh, what we usually do at this time in the show, which is talk about music history. And uh, we go all the way back to August 2nd, 1957. Buddy Holly and the Crickets appeared at the Howard Theater in Washington, D.C. And at that point in time, their song, That'll Be the Day, was sitting at number two on the charts. And uh, it was his first major tour. Uh, We're talking Clyde McFadder, the Cadillacs, Edna McGriff, Otis Rush, Lee Andrews and the Hearts, Oscar and Oscar, the G-Clefs, all on tour with Buddy Holly and the Crickets. Uh, So, uh, would have been great to see a show like that. You know, pretty amazing. August 2nd, 1962, a man by the name of Robert Allen Zimmerman decided to change his name. When he signed a music publishing deal with Whitmark Music on... The, on July 12th of that year, engineered by Albert Grossman. That man, Bob Dylan. Go figure. And of course, now uh, we all know him as Bob Dylan, and uh, he's made quite the legacy. And now we, we just talked about a plane crash. Uh, well, it turns out that there was another plane crash. Uh, back in uh, August 2nd, 1964, uh, there was a search uh, after uh, a plane crashed or, or lost contact. Uh, they lost contact with the plane uh, that was being flown by country music legend Jim Reeves. Uh, and uh, they found the bodies of Jim Reeves and Dean Manuel. Uh, in the wreckage of an aircraft, uh, it, it, it crashed. It was a Beechcraft Debonair aircraft, and it crashed uh, 42 hours earlier during a thunderstorm. And uh, radio stations across the country on this date announced Jim Reeves's death formally. Uh, his final resting place being in Carthage, Texas. So we go to... August 2nd, 1968, The Doors started a two-week run at number one on the singles charts with Hello, I Love You. It was their second number one hit. They would score eight top 40 hits between 1967 and 1971. So we continue on August 2nd, 1975. The Eagles went to number one. On the singles charts with One of These Nights, their second number one single. And, uh, you know, I I mean, they'd end up having a bunch of hits uh, throughout the years. Uh, But I'm pretty sure their first number one was uh, Best of My Love. Uh, So they they were really starting to show show that chart success uh especially once the sound started to veer off a little bit from uh country music uh you know i mean bernie Lennon ended up leaving the band because of it but uh you know eagles had to do what they had to do i guess you know and uh they've made some great music throughout the years 
August 2nd, 1983, we lost the legendary James Jamerson, who died uh, at the age of 47 on this date back in 1983. He was one of the Funk Brothers, uncredited bassist on most of Motown Records hits during the 1960s and early 70s, songs by Stevie Wonder, The Temptations, Martha and the Vandellas, Marvin Gaye, The Four Tops, The Supremes. He eventually performed on nearly 30 number one pop hits, considered one of the all-time best bassists, one of the most influential bassists in music history right there. Uh, now, two things happened on August 2nd, 1986. Chris DeBerg was tearing up the charts with his latest release, Lady in Red. And uh, matter of fact, in his uh, home of the UK, uh, after 24 single, singles released, the 25th hit pay dirt was his first number one. It stayed on the charts, on the top of the charts over there for three weeks. And, uh, of course, it, it's a staple for weddings and uh, for clubs and wherever else uh, they play music. <laughs> you know, it, it, it is a classic, no doubt about it. Also, on August 2nd, 1986, Peter Cetera started a two-week run at number one on the U.S. charts with the theme from the film Karate Kid 2, Glory of the Glory of Love. Uh, without a doubt, uh, one of the big, big hits from the 1980s, uh, synonymous with one of the biggest movies of the 1980s. Uh, match made in heaven right there. Uh, so we continue, and we go to August 2nd, 2001. New Orleans International Airport is renamed Louis Armstrong Airport in honor of the New Orleans-born trumpet player, singer, and band leader, and rightfully so. So we continue, and um, I think that'll do it for uh, that. We'll, we'll go to birthdays. We'll uh, talk about birthdays here. So we go all the way back. 85 years ago today, August 2nd, 1937, Canadian multi-instrumentalist, organist, Garth Hudson, born on this date. He was a member of the Hawks, Ronnie Hawkins' backing group, and then it became the band, and it also backed up Bob Dylan on his U.S. tour in 1965 and his world tour in 1966. And, of course, the band would go on to make, uh, well, make great music. And uh, Garth Hudson was a huge part of that sound. Uh, so I, I am going to play uh, something from the band in just a bit. Now we go to August 2nd, 1939. Edward Patton, vocalist for the Pips. Yes, of Gladys Knight and the Pips. Uh, their first hit was a version of I Heard It Through the Grapevine back in 1967. Of course, they had a major hit back in 1973. Went to number one on the charts, Midnight Train to Georgia. Uh, so Edward Patton, born on this date in 1939. On this date in 1941, Doris Coley 
singer with the girl group the Shirelles was born on this date. Now, uh, they were the first all-female black group to have a number one hit record when they did uh, Carol King and, uh, and uh, Jerry Goffin's song, Will You Love Me Tomorrow, uh, back in 1961. Uh, so I think it would be fitting to play that song. So that's coming up a little later. Uh, now, August 2nd, 1944, uh, drummer, singer, and songwriter Jim Capaldi was born on this date. Uh, his, he's, he's worked with uh, Jimi Hendrix, Eric Clapton, George Harrison, Cat Stevens, uh, and most notably, uh, most known for his time with the band Traffic with uh, Steve Winwood. Uh, and uh, they, had, uh, they had quite a few awesome songs and i'm going to play one of those awesome songs uh coming up later on in the hour uh so we continue down the list and uh we go to august 2nd 1951 singer guitarist songwriter joe lynn turner was born on this date now he's worked with uh Rainbow. He's worked with deep purple and billy joel and Cher and michael bolton and that's Quite the mix right there. No doubt about it. Now we go to August 2nd, 1952. Guitarist, singer, and songwriter Les Dudek, born on this date. He played guitar in the Steve Miller Band. He also worked with Stevie Nicks, Cher, Boss Skaggs, and the Allman Brothers Band as well. Uh, August 2nd, 1957. Uh, Butch Vig. Uh, record producer, drummer with the band Garbage. Uh, now, Butch Vig is a pretty famous uh, figure when it comes to uh, alternative and grunge music because uh, he produced Sonic Youth. He produced uh, Gish by the uh, Smashing Pumpkins and the landmark Nevermind album from Nirvana. So uh, definitely had a hand in a lot of rock and roll history right there. So uh, we continue on with one more birthday, and we talk about August 2nd, 1970. Zelma Davis, singer with C&C Music Factory. You know, they had songs like Gonna Make You Sweat, which went to num number one in 1991. They also had things that make you go, mm, you know. Uh, a lot of big hits back in the uh, early 90s there for uh, CNC Music Factory. Uh, you know, but Zelma Davis was actually, uh, they, they, they had sort of a Milli Vanilli moment where they were, uh, uh, you know, they, they had a certain woman in the music video and they had uh, another woman actually singing the vocals and there was a bit of a... Uh, Scandal, especially after what happened with Millie Vanilli. Uh, so, we are done with music history on this date. And, uh, you know, it would be fitting to uh, get in a story. So, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about Johnny Bell. Now, you see, Johnny Bell started working with the U.S. Postal Service when he was just 23 years old. Now, uh, that's pretty cool. You know, he, he's got a job at the Postal Service. Well, here's the thing. That was 70 years ago. 70 years. 
It means that Johnny Bell is the longest tenured post office employee in the nation. He says, thanks so much for this recognition. This is just something I do because I enjoy doing it. Now, when Johnny Bell started with the Postal Service, his pay was $1.81 an hour. And he has worked in Oklahoma City his entire career. Uh, one of his co-workers, Julie, says he is truly a public servant. He has an opportunity every day to interact with customers, which he thoroughly enjoys. Another co-worker, Stephanie, said he just loves everyone, and he has a way of just being magic and just drawing everyone together to where they just all felt like family. So how about that Johnny Bell? 70 years with the Postal Service. God bless him. That is awesome stuff right there. So we continue on. And uh, obviously you've been hearing the stories about uh, the uh, dangerous flooding going on in the Midwest and South. And uh, uh, obviously Kentucky has not been spared in that uh, flooding. Uh, you know, our hearts go out to them, no doubt about it. Now, a good Samaritan saved a 98-year-old woman and her family who were trapped inside their home by floating with them through the raging floodwaters in eastern Kentucky. Now, Randy Polly was driving to get gas on Thursday morning when he encountered floodwaters that left him stranded on a patch of dry land in Whitesburg, Kentucky. A few hours later, he watched from a distance as a man saved an elderly woman and others who were trapped in a house as the water kept rising. Now, Polly said uh, he could hear people yelling across the flooded road, get me help, get help. Polly called 911, but emergency services were overwhelmed and unresponsive to his calls. So around 9 a.m., he witnessed someone he described as a hero swim over to the house and start banging on a door and window. Now, Polly said it took about 30 minutes from start to finish as the man entered the house through the window and helped each of the three family members leave safely. Now, a member of the rescued family, uh, Missy Crovetti, uh, said that her grandmother, uncle, and brother are all safe. Her grandmother and uncle are recovering in the hospital. And matter of fact, both Missy and uh, Mr. Polly said they do not know the name of the man who rescued her family. Well, whoever he is, again, God bless him. Uh, there's no doubt he was in the right place at the right time and uh, did something pretty incredible right there. And uh, all the best uh, to uh, Missy Crovetti's family as uh, they get better in the hospital. Uh, you know, it's you know, there's a lot of trying things going on around the world these days. And, uh, you know, sometimes uh, it helps to listen to a little music uh, just to kind of take your mind off of things for a bit. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to get some music going right now. And uh, we're going to start off first with a great song by the band. On Garth Hudson's 85th birthday, here is When I Paint My Masterpiece.
streets of Rome are filled with rubble. Ancient footprints are everywhere. You can almost think that you're seeing double.
So he's leaving the light He's come to know Ooh. He said he's going He said he's going back to find Going back to find Ooh, ooh, ooh. what's left of his world The world he left behind Not so long ago He's leaving Leaving On that midnight train to Georgia
Traffic from the album The Low Spark of High Heeled Boys. Here is Rock and Roll Stew Parts 1 and 2 here on The Good with Kevin Thomas. Uh, before that, we had the Shirelles with Will You Love Me Tomorrow. Gladys Knight and the Pips with Midnight Train to Georgia and the band with When I Paint My Masterpiece. We'll have more music coming up in just a moment, but first, I gotta let all the Yankee fans know out there that uh, Joey Gallo is on his way to the L.A. Dodgers uh, for a minor leaguer. So the uh, the long national nightmare is over. And honestly, I wish the best to Joey Gallo because, uh, you know, not every player that plays in New York can play in New York. And uh, he, he, he does have the skills. He does have the power. Uh, he's never really been a hitter for average. Uh, but... He was having an incredibly tough time. In fact, uh, during his time with the Yankees, I think his uh, batting average was around uh, 159, which uh, means uh, I think there's like two uh, players uh, that had a lower batting average with the Yankees during their time with the Yankees, and one of them was a Hall of Famer, uh, uh, Gomez, I believe. Uh, So, uh, you know... it, uh, you're going to see a lot of trades today because it is the uh, Major League Baseball trade deadline. And uh, uh, the biggest trade uh, is the one that sends uh, the superstar 23-year-old outfielder Juan Soto to the San Diego Padres. Uh, and uh, the amount of players going back to the Washington Nationals for Soto and uh, Josh Bell, uh, pretty significant. Uh well, uh, there was a wrinkle in the trade that was made earlier uh, that Eric Hosmer was supposed to go from San Diego to Washington, but he vetoed uh, because he had that power uh, as, as he had uh, the Washington Nationals on a 10-team no-trade list. So instead, uh, Eric Hosmer is going to the Boston Red Sox. So uh, there's plenty of movement going on. And uh, there's still some hours left before the deadline passes. I believe it may be uh, 6 p.m. Eastern when the uh, deadline will pass. So there could be uh, even more uh, moves on the way. But uh, you got to be happy for Joey Gallo. He was miserable here. He wasn't hitting. He was striking out a lot. Uh, Now he gets to be on a contender and a team that could very well win the World Series again in the Dodgers. And uh, the Padres uh, get better. You know, it'll be interesting to see what the Mets will do uh, now that uh, Soto has been traded. Uh, Plenty of stuff to go over. Uh, Once once the dust settles, uh, you should probably come back to WRCR on Monday. Uh, from 3 to 5, of course, we have Clem in the PM, which follows this program today. But on Mondays, we have Oliver Hilario in for updates with Oliver, and uh, he'll talk all about this stuff on Monday. Uh, so, uh, uh, and actually, no, not this Monday. I just realized uh, uh, Pete's going to be on vacation next week. Uh, so, uh, not not next, uh, not this Monday, but the following Monday. Uh, so, uh but tune in anyways. Uh, Oliver does a great job with the uh, sports, so uh, plenty to talk about there. Anyways, let's continue the music while we have got the chance. And uh, we'll go all the way back to uh, 
Let, let's play a song by Andrew Gold. Uh, here's here's one called Never Let Her Slip Away here on The Good with Kevin Thomas.
seen you shine so bright Seen so many men ask you if you wanted to dance Looking for a little romance Give out half a chance I have never seen that dress you're wearing All the highlights in your hair that catch your eye I have been blind
Peter Cetera with the glory of love here on The Good with Kevin Thomas. I uh, am about to wrap this show up, but the radio does not end here. In fact, uh, we will have Clem in the PM coming up after the ID and all that good stuff. Uh, so that's coming up next, giving you that radiotherapy that you need from three to five weekdays here on WRCR. Uh, don't forget tomorrow. Tomorrow is uh, Wednesday. And uh, as customary for Wednesday mornings here on WRCR, we don't just have the morning show with Jeff and Will. We have Michael's Gifts with Roxanne Watson, and that'll be immediately following the morning show with Jeff and Will tomorrow here on WRCR. And uh, God willing, we'll have another episode of The Good with Kevin Thomas uh, here on the air tomorrow at 2 p.m. So I want to thank you for joining me today. I, I hope the music puts you in a good mood, and I hope you have a great rest of the day. God bless. Take care and stay tuned for Clem.